Hey, Pure Golf Podcast listeners, you can find our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. To check out our weekly YouTube videos, go visit My Pure Golf. Link will be in the bio. On today's episode of the Pure Golf Podcast, we're changing it up just a little bit. I wanted to bring on one of my good friends. His name is Kev. I call him PGA Kev because I actually met him at the PGA Superstore, and he helped me fit for all of my golf clubs in my entire bag. And then we've actually brought him onto the YouTube channel as well for an actual club fitting video. And he's just here to talk about what it's like to be a club fitter. He's a tailor-made club fitter right now, but he didn't start as a tailor-made club fitter. He had to work his way through the ranks to get to where he's at today. But I really wanted to, as an average golfer, just kind of break down what he does on a day-to-day basis, what are some of the perks of being a club fitter, And at the very end, he leaves in a nugget. If you are a brand new golfer, you need to listen to this because it's actually really, really helpful for you. If you're trying to or considering buying new clubs, what you need to do and what's the process to get it done. After that, we finish out the podcast, me and Kev, and we just have a Ryder Cup draft. However, there's a twist. It is a Ryder Cup draft for YouTube golfers specifically. So if you're big in the YouTube space, you'll know a lot of who these golfers are that we're talking about, and it's pretty fun. It's a pretty good draft, and I hope you guys enjoy. If you guys do enjoy, hit that five-star rating for us. Uh, If you want to get in touch with Kev, I'll leave his Instagram down in the description below. Without further ado, let's jump into the podcast. What's up, Kev? Can you hear me? Hello. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, you're good. All right, perfect. Basically, I just wanted to have you on so you could kind of like talk about how you got even into becoming a club fitter? Like, was it a passion of yours? Um, Kind of explain the process of how that even works because for an average golfer like myself, I have absolutely no idea how you even do that. So if you could lay all that stuff out for us, that'd be great. Yeah, so um, probably started about four years ago when I transferred to Kennesaw State to go to college and I needed a job. So <laughs> I ended up applying to PJ Superstore um, out of needing a job and I actually started off as a cashier for the first six months. Oh, wow. They needed a cash. Well, they only had cashier spots open and uh, probably about six months later, a bunch of people left the club department. And then our my boss was like, hey, we need someone to fill a spot in the club's department. Can you take that shift? I was like, sure. I don't know what I'm going to do because I don't know much about club fitting, but I can help. And yeah. I started to fit someone because some customer was like, Hey, like I need to try a driver. And I'm like, Oh, okay. So I just put together, I had a tool. So I put together the driver, of course. And the fit ended up going well. From what I remember, the customer was like, he told my boss, he was like, Hey, like that guy's pretty good. Like you shouldn't like, like he did a great job. And he was like, okay, cool. Appreciate it. So that's probably about like four years ago. And then and then just working ever since then and then now and then picking up the tailor-made job over the past summer and then that's about it nice yeah i know i know you told me personally which by the way if you're listening to this people uh he's he i refer to him as pga kev all the time like he's the guy that if you look at some of our old youtube videos he club fitted me the current clubs i have in my bag are all from pga kev um 
And uh, he's been on the the YouTube a lot talking about like just playing golf as well and everything. But um, I didn't know that there was two different ways to get fitted in the sense of like becoming a club fitter. I only knew that you became a tailor-made uh, rep mm-hmm. just so recently. I didn't realize that you actually started with the PGA store to begin with. And yeah. then you became a tailor-made club fitter. Why don't you like dive into that just a little bit? I thought it was the same thing. Um, essentially it is kind of the same, but different. So club fitting is just club fitting at the the same time. So you can do a lot of mainly like most like stores, like you go to like, I guess, um, a lot of older, the older crowd know like Edwin Watts and then like the younger crowd. Now it's like, we know golf galaxy club champion. And then of course, PJ Superstore. So like, that's like how like people get fit now. So like back then it's just like, you get good, like, like your club pro or like a retail shop and you get fit. And that's that. And then now it's like how I think within the past, probably about, in my opinion, probably 10 years, um, people start doing more country club fits, which is what TaylorMade does. And it's what I do now too with TaylorMade. Basically you, it's called demo days. And basically you essentially get fit for, for the new products way. It's, it's a double whammy. You one get to launch new product for the people at the country club and get your product out, but also you get, you can fit people and stuff, stuff like that. Um, there's really much, not much, different it's just one is you're off just a retail store and then others you're under someone else and like a boss so yeah yeah do you see more success at the pga store or in these demo days um, about to country clothes what i see more success with like retail stores like pga and all that stuff just because it's the first thing people are going to find or they're going to see when they're looking up how to get fit or like they're looking sure. up how to like get into golf you know because yeah. you go to google and you look up golf clubs near me you're going to get pj superstore you're going to get a dick sporting goods and then you're going to get a golf galaxy yeah and then like a lot of people i've talked to like fitting with TaylorMade, um or about like their golf experience they're like yeah like i first got fit like at an edwin watts or i first got fit at a pj superstore or like some people that i've gone to country clubs that i've seen at pj superstore like hey like didn't you fit me at pj too i was like yeah i do both but um yeah. it's it, there's more i guess uh, relevancy with pj superstore yeah now that makes sense it's kind of like the first thing especially people that mm-hmm. haven't really are trying to get into golf yeah. that it's like the first thing they look up and they're like oh let's just head to the pj superstore that makes sense yeah, exactly. um let's talk a little bit about you are a tailor-made club fitter is it yeah. was it your first choice were you thinking about other companies how did that pan out for you um so my coworker, I guess he's like my, I guess my one of my superiors too. His name is Matt Miller. You you probably know him. Matt Miller's been on the channel before. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Miller's been on the channel as well. So he actually also started at PJ Superstore. Um, uh, I when I transferred, he was also working for the club department, mm-hmm. and he um was working for Callaway first. Actually, he was a Callaway rep before okay. Taylor Man. So a few years go by. So Miller, I think he left the PJ Superstore about three years ago. Okay. And and decided to go full time tailor made. And um, I've always played tailor made golf. I, golf clubs. I love tailor made. Um, like literally, I've had a M five driver all the way up basically ever since. So I've I've had almost every iteration of a tailor made driver, going back to like M four M five basically. Um, and so like you know just me being like just being friends with Miller I'm just talking and he's like hey like I think last summer he was like or last winter before the summer season he was like hey we're looking for people and I think you'd be really great at this since I see you love doing it at a PGA I was like yeah of course he's like but also bonus for you it's tailor-made I know you love tailor-made I was like oh yeah of course yeah so um I literally sent my application through like Indeed 
yeah. <laughs> I got hired basically. Well, I had I had basically had to do like a I had like a, a training session, but it was also kind of like an interview process too. Yeah. So basically they took me out to Bridge Mill, if you know where Bridge Mill is, and they're basically set up a day where it's like it's like a demo day, but we had like three tents out. Usually it's like these events are like just like one fitting kit tent, basically. Yeah. And basically it was kind of like Miller's boss was like, All right, show me what you got. And I was like, All right, cool. He's like, fit me. I was like, Okay, cool. I fit him that he called me like an hour later. I was like, Hey, you got the job. I was like, sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so sick. It's awesome too, because um, if you're listening to this podcast, me and Kevin have gone back and forth about like even some of our favorite golfers and like some of Kevin's favorite golfers. I know you mentioned Rory. I know Colin's my favorite. They're tailor-made guys. Right. So you're able to, yeah, you're able to like pull for them like ridiculously hard and everything. And it's really cool to see how like your story has kind of developed from like, your passion in golf, but also on the side of like, you got your number one brand. Yeah. Right. Like for me, like it's always been Nike. Like I see you're wearing that Nike hoodie. Like if I could ever get sponsored by Nike and whatever I do, that'd be a dream come true. And you, and you're able to find that in TaylorMade. So I think your story is incredible, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. Um, So let's talk about some of the perks because I didn't know this because So we're talking about the perks of being a, a tailor-made rep. I could go multiple ways about this because you've actually yeah. hooked me up with some of the perks. But also what I'm more so referencing is the PGA Championship, the FedEx Cup. When they came to Atlanta at East Lake, you were able to get some – you were able to go behind the scenes a little bit. Do you want to kind of lay yeah. that out to the people? Um. So they brought their tour truck down, Um. like the tour truck you see Trotty work on. You see all the tailor-made videos. Um, so they brought it down to the PJ Superstore in Roswell. So I could have gone both ways with it, but basically I just went the Taylor May route. Um, yeah. So they conveniently had a fitting day event for the, I think, for the Thursday that the tour event started. And basically I got to go on the tour event truck. And one of the cool things was being a Taylor May guy, I managed to acquire a really cool club. It's the forewood that you see some photos of guys have on tour. I think Adam Scott has in the bag for a little bit before he switched to the, uh, the, uh, the burner mini. But um, I mean, you do get some cool perks here and there. Like you get a bone toss. So it's, it's pretty cool. So that's what's up, man. That's what's yeah. up. So why did you become a, a club fitter, a club rep for TaylorMade? Like, did you just want to be in the golf space? What kind of um, what was it for you? So I guess about a year ago, so during the winter, I was kind of in a weird space. I knew um, I wanted to stay in the sports world career-wise, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I have, I'm graduating December with a sports marketing degree. Nice. So I I just didn't know where to go with that. So um, at first, it, I knew I wanted to stay in like sales and retail, but there was combining that and sports seems very weird because it's like, other than like on top of my head, it's like other than being like a retail store manager, like I kind of want to do something like more exciting than that. Right. So I just kind of start basically. Um, so basically other than the tailor-made rep, every store has basically like a Tylus rep, a Cowboy rep. They all come to stores and they all come check on the stores and say like, Hey, what do you guys need? Are you guys doing right? Balls, et cetera. Like we're, we're doing good, you know? And so like, I just started asking around. It's like, Hey, it's like, how did you guys get into this? And they start telling me stories, but like, Oh, like, you know, like I, I took this job first as like a fitter and not think of anything of it. And then I slowly got promoted through corporate or whatever. Yeah. And like some other guys have told me that like, Oh, like I just needed a job. And I went from like credit card sales to like now being an account manager for you guys. And then 
being your boss's boss and I'm like oh, okay cool you know yeah. and it's just like I knew that like this is probably the direction I want to head in because like the barrier to entry to like get into like a pro sports like side of like job is kind of hard that's you know? so hard <laughs> yeah like I uh, like I before actually I interviewed for the Atlanta Hawks before I interviewed for the for the Taylor midfitting job okay nice. so I was supposed to well I know I did so I interviewed for the um the sales team for the Hawks for the mm-hmm. ticketing department mm-hmm. and I thought I've always wanted to do that since like high school right and then as I was sitting in the interview, like, cause it was a group interview. So I, they, t- they took me down to the arena. I interviewed with them yeah. and I was just sat there and I was like, I don't want to do this. And then, oh, and then literally like three days after I had the Taylor made interview as I'm doing yeah. this, like fitting. And I'm like, yeah. I like this more. That's awesome. And then I started asking people around, I was like, like, how easy is it to like, I guess, like advance my career with Taylor. I was like, Oh, it's like, it's pretty good. It's pretty, it's not, it's, it's not the most conventional pathway to, to advance your career, but like if yeah. you wanted to t- go like corporate level, Taylor made you could. I was like, oh, perfect. There we go. Yeah, no, that's, that's awesome, man. It's yeah. it's funny too because like you're you just said you're getting your sports marketing degree, so this is kind of like a, a a stepping stone, building block for whichever way you want to go in the sports world, man. It's it's exactly. It's great to see. What is uh? I don't want to really want to go this route in this podcast because I feel like you and I have already talked about this a lot, mm-hmm. but I do want to leave one little nugget for people that are listening to this and they're kind of understanding golf. Let's just say it's like a very baseline level and they understand, you know what, like club fitter, huh? Yeah. How necessary is it for me as I'm getting into golf for me to get fitted for my clubs to, to begin with? Um, If you're like straight beginner, I would say that's probably one of the harder things on a club fitter. Cause mm-hmm. I see it as a club fitter, I do see it all the time where there's being from like TaylorMade or PGA I was like, and I'm like not knocking on people who are bad at golf or anything. Like it's like golf is a hard sport. Right. It's, it's, it's a lot harder on me as a club fitter. Um, in my opinion, when I don't have a baseline. So like, as I'm fitting with like people too, I tell them like, Hey, it's okay if you miss left or right. If you're hundred percent honest with me and you give me your hundred percent swing, then I can fit you around that. And I can find something that's going to work for you. Right. But if, but if you come to me and you say, I, I've never played golf or I've played two rounds of golf and I'm still figuring it out. And my dad or my friend or whoever I played golf told me I should go get fit. I was like, yeah, it's tough. Like I would say one, go play more or go get lessons and then come back to me and then we can figure something out. I was like, but you just need to develop a more baseline, like swing basically. Right. Would you give them kind of like guidelines at least like in the sense of, um, like for me personally, I know I'm a taller guy, so I know, I know I need some extensions in my clubs and everything like that. What I usually tell them is like I can I can size you for clubs. Yeah. I can't fit you for clubs. And I yeah, tell so- them like that's that's a common misconception most people will think is like me fitting you for clubs is me like like yes it is like sizing and all that stuff, but like sizing you for clubs is like that's easy. Like, we can do that. Right. But as far as me saying you should be XYZ shaft, XYZ loft, and like right. XYZ combo set or whatever, like that's gonna be a little bit tougher, you know? Yeah, I think I think a lot of people you hit it you hit it perfectly. I think um, with your lessons, your swing is going to change so much. So like your swing speed, everything about your swing, you're just going to become a better golfer. And once you figure out like what shot shape you're trying to play, um, once you're, like you said, comfortable with your own swing, all of the stuff that goes into club fitting, like the exact driver that you need, the shaft that you need and everything that comes later. Kevin said it great. He, he just said that, you know, sizing you is probably what's best to begin with. And then after that, get lessons and then come back for an actual, actual fitting. 
Before we head over to the Ryder Cup draft that me and Kev do, hit that subscribe button. Wow, this is not YouTube. This is a literal podcast, and we're going to leave this in. <laughs> the ad, though, however, that I wanted to plug is go check out our YouTube Uh, We just eclipsed 800 subscribers as I am filming this, and we are on the road to break 1,000. It'll be in the description below. If you do, I will literally love you forever. So without further ado, let's hop into the Ryder Cup draft. I kind of want to do one more segment with you before we go. Go ahead, man. What's up? The draft that I wanted to run with you is a Ryder Cup draft since the Ryder Cup is coming up. Okay. But it, you have to select. We're gonna draft based okay. off teams from YouTube specifically. So YouTube okay. golfers Ryder Cup draft. That's what okay. I'm thinking right now. Okay. Yeah. Dope. How many? Uh, how many picks we're doing each? I think four each is good. Okay, um, yeah. I think after that, I get I get past my YouTube knowledge. Also, All we right, cool. take plenty Perfect. of time to look this All up. Right. <laughs> Since I just threw this on you because I was thinking about it as we're recording this, I'll mm-hmm. let you take the number one pick on your Ryder Cup squad for YouTube golfers. My number one pick? Yeah. I'm going to go with distance. I'm going to go Michael Morris. Okay. Michael like Morris, Morris with the one, the one. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Okay. That's a good that's a good pick. I love I love uh I love Micah. I love his his distance and his two iron, dude. dude his two yeah. iron shot is like I'm jealous for genuinely. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go with – I am going to start with – I'm going to take Wesley Bryan as my number dude. one pick. <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't pick that because I was going to try to take that at two. He, uh, he is like – I found myself – I, I found myself just kind of watching his videos over and over and over. Some of the other YouTube platforms, it's for mm-hmm. entertainment. Like Bob yeah. Sports is strictly for entertainment. Mm-hmm. But uh, if I want to watch legitimate good golf, Wesley Bryan, like the way he, his swing, I'm jealous for. So that's my number yeah. one. All right. My number two pick, I'm going to go with the Stinger King, Zach Radford. Ooh. Yeah. He's a good golfer. He's, He's a, a good very golfer. good golfer. He can he can rip some nasty stingers, dude. Is he is he a plus handicap? I actually don't even know. I think he's plus from what I'm. I mean, he can he can score. Like yeah. he looks like he's a plus. No, I'm with you. I I agree with that. Okay, okay. Um, oh gosh, my number two pick. Okay, you picked uh, Michael Morris. My number two pick. I'm gonna go with Grant Horvat. As yeah, my number right. two pick. Cool. Okay. Yeah, he, uh, he's he's got a clean swing. I love his I love his game. Right. I feel like he's uh, pretty good tempo. Is, yeah. No, he's he's pretty good. All right. Well, then with my third pick, I'm gonna go with his partner in crime, uh, Garrett Clark. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, I knew I knew Garrett was gonna kick, get picked sooner or later. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm ready for. I, I think I saw something that they're potentially going to be back together playing matches again. Maybe something like that, which I'm excited. I'm excited. Their yeah. their content's amazing. So, oh, absolutely, dude. I'm I'm ready for it. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I feel like it's a cop out for me to pick both Wesley and George. I'm not gonna do that. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna change it up with my number three pick. I'm gonna mm-hmm. go a little bit off the wall, but I'm gonna go with Claire Hoggle. With Ooh. my number three, is it Hoggle or Hogle? Do you know? Hoggle, Hoggle. I don't know. It's like it's like saying, "Is it Livy Dune or Livy Dunn?" Like, right, 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 exactly. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with Claire. 
uh, at my number three pick, she she's money with the wedges in the short okay. game, and her putting is is on point. That's my number three pick in this Ryder Cup match. I'm gonna throw in for my final pick. I'm gonna go a little older. Okay. I feel like individually he's not great, but I feel like in a team event he'd kill it. I gotta go OG. I'm gonna go Rick Shields. Yeah. I'm gonna go Rick Shields as my fourth pick. Just because I, I think he could bring the energy if it was like a Ryder Cup thing. You know, I think he can. And also, I think he's got, he's like a good, he's a good team captain. Oh, he, no, yeah, exactly. He, he's good for your squad, kind of bringing it all together. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, and he can do, and he can, he can do some damage, I think, in a team aspect for sure. Oh, yeah. For sure. Uh, my final pick, I got to go with him. Um, I've been, he's been growing on me a lot, especially on the Good Good channel. I got to go with Luke Kwan. As okay, my final pick. Yeah, I had to go with him. Right. He's uh I've been watching more of his content. He's just like so consistent and so freaking good. And he's he was, Asian, so killer I had to take him. he was uh, a killer golfer. He was a killer golfer in Oklahoma, dude. Was he really? Yeah, he was great. I know he went to go play uh was it he played an Asian tour, right? He was mm-hmm. he went pro over there, right? I think. Yeah, I think he did, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, this is gonna be a short, so you guys let us know who won this. Um, and I'll throw up a poll real quick so you guys can select it and vote. But, uh, Kev, anything else, man? Anything else you want to say to everybody before we wrap up? No, nah, man, not much. This, everything that I said, that's it. So Perfect. We got to get you back on the course, by the way. I'm so rusty, dude. <laughs> like, when we played, like, you can tell it was there. Like, like it was. Like, for, like, a good, like, three-hole stretch, I was like, oh, shit, like, okay, he's cracked. That's- and it's like, and the next shot is like, I flip a wedge. It's like, whatever, cool. <laughs> well, you haven't played for three months. We're going to get yeah. you back into it. I'm going to hit you up in a few weeks, get you, yeah, you know, nice and loose and get, getting yeah, you back definitely. on the course, mm-hmm. especially when it cools down. We get into the, you know, the oh, fall. Yeah, All golf is the best golf. Exactly. So yeah. we're going to get you down. But Kev, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. Obviously, people, I'll list his Instagram down in the description below. We'll have him back on, obviously, on the YouTube and everything like that. Kev, thank you so much, man. No problem. All right, well, I'll catch you later. Peace.